to another episode of Two Guys and a Mic, uh, sponsored by Jim and Ten Sports. Uh, we are excited today because not only are we going to be starting our eight-part special on the NFL upcoming season, we have brought on a new fucking moron like these other two guys i guess would be the best way to explain tony he'll fit right in with these fucking retards down here bunch of degenerates but uh this is a good <laughs> yeah these fucking degenerates but uh yeah so we have uh brought on tony for the nfl season um uh, we're gonna probably be doing two podcasts now a week um uh, what we'll go ahead and do is uh continue with me mike and matt as far as uh outside of the nfl will be doing that probably in the middle of the week and then uh on the weekend we will be doing uh the nfl once the nfl season starts we're going to be uh probably recording uh probably after the monday night game so we'll be dropping uh everything that happened over the weekend on tuesdays um and then uh we'll be continuing very heavily into the mlb season as we're going to be starting the second half on that we've got a special of mlb coming up uh, we're going to do an all-star break special kind of uh give our uh half year round uh awards and things like that so um with that said guys we are starting today with what we all agreed upon was the weakest division uh nfc south um i i kind of want to start really with the quarterbacks in that division you guys as this is easily that all i i even i would say actually outside of Derek carr i'd say the other three teams definitely have huge question marks come come qu- quarterback. So uh, obviously uh, the Panthers gave up a shit ton for Bryce Young. Uh, I definitely want to get your guys' insight on that first. Uh, do you guys think the Panthers gave up too much? Um, it, Matt, Tony, Mike, it doesn't matter whichever one you guys want to start first, but uh, what do you guys think? Too much? I, I think I think to get up to the number one spot, and if you're going after what you feel is going to be your franchise quarterback moving forward, it's going to take a haul like that. Um, you can reference what the Niners gave up to to move up, and they didn't move all the way up to number one. Um, what was it? Mm-hmm. I think they moved up to number three, if I remember right, to get uh, mm-hmm. Trey Lance. So it, it just shows to move up that high for what you believe is going to be your franchise quarterback, you're going to have to give up a lot. And it sucks because it's going to take away picks from what you can build around. Um, they ended up giving not just their first-round pick this year. You know, they swapped pick number one for pick number nine, but they also gave up their second round this year. They gave up a first next year, a second round next year, and DJ Moore for one pick. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't understand the DJ Moore part because you're you're giving your best wide receiver. You're bringing in this young quarterback. <clears throat> you're giving away your best wide receiver. Now, they did sign Adam Thielen, but I would much rather have DJ Moore than Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is on the back end of his career. He's not a true yep. number one anymore, and you're relying on him to help out this young quarterback. Uh, personally, I see nothing but failures for the Panthers. Uh, they have no weapons outside. Um, Hayden Hurst is nothing special at tight end. Um, now, they did bring in Miles Sanders. Uh you know, so I, you yeah. know, but the problem is with Miles my, well, Sanders obviously has been his injury history. You know, he gets well, hurt. It's, it's going to go to trouble. Just that it, you have, you have Bryce Young coming in to a fresh team where they got Frank Reich coming in, and they also got a new offensive coordinator who who's from the Rams that likes to run the ball. Well, I mean, you would think he likes to run the ball because he has a running back history in coaching, but. Look at what he did with the Rams over the past few years. That whole debacle with Cam Akers. I was talking to Matt about this. It, it, they didn't go anywhere. And so the fact that Miles Sanders, you would think it's upgrade at running back, but 
Bryce Young likes to be a mobile at some times. He can't, he, he holds on to the first read too long. And if he can't get past that read, he has to get creative. And that's where he tries to get mobile. So are they going to be a mobile running back team? Are they going to, are, are a mobile quarterback team or a running back team? I don't think they've made that decision yet. And I think they, I think they paid too much for Miles Sanders. I think he peaked. But that's well, I think the only thing that helps um, Bryce Young, uh, honestly, for me, if I'm going to trade up that high, uh, it wouldn't have been Bryce Young. It would be CJ Stroud for me. Um, yeah, that's just the way. I, I a lot of people had higher more more higher grades on CJ Stroud than they did in Bryce Young, but it, it just depended on the organization. I guess the Panthers felt that Bryce Young was a quarterback for them, and I mean they got rid of um, Matt Rule, fired him, the head coach. Ben McAdoo was released. Um, I mean Frank Wright, he, he he comes from that um, that Philadelphia team that made it to the Super Bowl, and with Doug Peterson now in Jacksonville, and I, I like that as a head coach. That's going to help him a lot, but. I don't know if I see him as a as an elite quarterback in the league. I mean, maybe keep the franchise afloat. Like Scott said, he don't have the weapons on the outside to to help him out, and they got rid of his number one weapon in DJ Moore. And I, I like the Thomas Brown hire for the offensive coordinator. I mean, he's from that Sean McVay tree. You know, they like to get those running backs involved. I mean, I don't know if Miles Sanders is going to stay healthy this year. That that's his only downfall is you know he gets nicked up a lot. That's that's his mo. And he just happened to stay healthy in the contract year last year, and he got paid this year. So we'll wait to see about that. Yeah, but, we're I mean, that works all the pieces off. are in place. Yeah, all the pieces are in place there from the coaching staff. It's just to see how much Bryce Young can soak it all in and, and take it from there. But to me, I, I don't see much for his rookie season with the weapons he has. I don't see much for to be for him to be yeah. doing much in the NFL. It's, it's yeah, really and, and the other thing yeah. too, going back to them getting rid of DJ Moore, you took also not only your top. Uh, receiver, but you took a young receiver as well. Somebody that could have yeah. been there for a long time frame, you know, with him and, and they build out that, that rapport together, you know, that, that chemistry. Now you got Adam Thielen, who's got what three years left, maybe max. No, I think he's, he's already on the decline. He did more. Well, yeah. That's as, what I'm saying. He's, he's, he's already yeah. on his, he's already on his down. I mean, a, a maximum of what, three years. Well, yeah. You, you you see you see Thielen as the number he's the number one now obviously and he's not yeah, he's yeah and he's not yeah. so I mean you got, you got Terrence Marshall out best there on any other team most likely a number three yeah yeah, he, yeah. yeah exactly I think but he's also going to give him that veteran sense and so he'll yeah. do his best to help Bryce Young I don't think he's going to be he's yeah. definitely not the key to Bryce and, Young's success they got DJ Chark from um from the Lions um, yeah, I, I mean know. I don't know how that's going to happen or how that's going to work in. <laughs> Um, Jonathan Mingle through the draft. I mean, who knows how this this pass game is going to develop, but yeah. I don't see it going very far. They like, I mean, DJ Moore, what is it? He had four straight years to start his NFL career with over 1,100 yards receiving. I mean, that's that's hard to do, man. Well, and, not even and that. He was with this team doing that with this team. Yeah. With, think about the quarterback play. Uh, yeah. It was Cam, was it Cam Newton, Baker uh, Mayfield, and, and Sam Darnold. And Darnold. it's just. He had all these these bridge quarterbacks that weren't. I mean, Cam Newton was at the end of his career. He's not. He wasn't the Cam Newton of, you know, 2015, 16. But that was well, a I have a question. I have receiver. a question for everybody. So, assuming the trade didn't happen, right? Assuming the trade didn't happen, Bear. Mm -hmm. We know the Bears weren't paying a quarterback. They're they they would have. I don't know, picked the defense or something. Or maybe yeah. a wider beta wide receiver. Do you think the Texans would have taken Young over Shroud, or they would have stick with Shroud? Oh, that's a good question. See, it's hard to di dictate that type of yeah. stuff, too. You know, going back to, like, what yeah, Matt said as far as the yeah. way, you know, taking, taking Stroud over using. Young. It's all – well, yeah, yeah it, you have to remember, it also comes down to interviews. Some guys yeah. can interview better than other guys. 
maybe maybe young understand bell movement a little bit more because there it is a little bit different. You know, it could have been you know going over tape. You know how how someone studies. Um, maybe some things that they saw mm-hmm. on tape in college that they felt was going to come. You know, it's more than just an arm. Uh, maybe it's the way they wanted to run the offense. For yeah, I was just going to say what years. what quarter, um, what quarterback so, I mean, is more a, capable of blending in with that type of uh, offensive mm-hmm. coordinator scheme? Yeah, yeah. You know, you want if your yeah. if your offense is built around having a, a potential mobile quarterback versus a pocket passer. You know, you got to look at that. Yeah. So I want to kind of go down a little bit into uh, predictions as Panthers. Um, I do do want to talk some points on uh, their schedule. So um, they don't have a very – they have the fifth easiest schedule uh, going into the season. Uh, Even with that said, um, I actually have the Panthers going 4-13. and I I don't think they're going to win many games. I just don't think that offense – can can keep up with other high scoring. Now look at and and, and you think about it. Th- this is this is like the beginning of the year. Okay, so they got Falcons week one. Actually, had them winning that game, right? But then they have the Saints, yeah. Seahawks, Vikings, Lions, Dolphins, and then they go into easily be one and five going into the bye or zero oh and six. It's it's. Yeah. It, are you yep. going to tell me that that offense can keep up with with at least, like maybe they could keep up with the Falcons, but they are not keeping up with the other five yeah. teams. Those, all yeah. those five teams could be playoff teams, you know. So they have that, but they're going to play a lot of really good offensive teams. I mean, you think about it. Going out of that week ten against the Bears, they're going to be much better offensively. At the Cowboys week eleven, uh, you're going to play the Bucks twice in this in your second half. You play the Saints again. They, they're going to they they are going to have to put up. Some I don't see where that's going to come from. So I have the I have going four and thirteen. What 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 do you guys have them at? Well, you guys kind of see the same thing I do. You guys see them maybe being a little bit better. Maybe Bryce Young does well. What do you guys think? I got them at six and eleven. Um, like like you said that that strength of schedule is it's pretty tough. I mean they have a they have a long road you know to travel. Um, I got them at six and eleven and. I mean, like you said, I I have them beating at, at least <laughs> at least Tampa once, maybe you know that that quarterback situation over there. So I think they can get a couple wins in that division and sneak out a couple out of the division. Maybe get six wins. I'll give them the credit. Yeah, I think I, I think they split. I think they split games with the Falcons and the uh, and the Bucks, and then they'll lose both games to okay. the Saints. Yeah, I see them so, both losing both to the Saints, but yeah. I I see them beating both the Falcons twice. I, I and the Bucks they split with the Bucks, but I also oh, agree with nice. you, Matt. I, I just I feel like they're both are young teams. Well, outside Adam Thielen, but the Falcons are young right now. I was reading yeah. their ages; they're young, so they may be just as inexperienced as the yeah. as the Panthers. So it gets it's a toss up, right? But I have I have the Panthers simply because of Frank Reich. I, I think he came into the Colts last uh, the past few years from twenty. 2020 to 2021 2022 no i don't remember but he came into the colts and took him playoffs twice um so i, I feel like frank reich is the reason they're going to beat the falcons twice i don't think he's going to take him to the playoffs but he's yeah. going to try to change the team now here and, here's going to be a, here's going to be another thing to watch it with the uh the panthers all eight of their defensive coaches are new to the team yeah that's true all eight of them um you have six of the eight 
have no professional coaching experience. Uh, they brought in. Oh, Deandre that's going to be a big. That's going to be a big yep. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, that's so one of the things that I have written down as their new defensive coordinator. I didn't. They, even have they gave up in, in that division. In that division, they gave up the second most points behind the Falcons. Falcons allowed 386. Panthers gave up 374 points. Um, you got they brought in D'Angelo Hall. He's going to be the def- the the DBs coach. Uh, Dom Capers, a senior defensive assistant. Um, you have a brand new secondary and quarterbacks coach. Uh, he was the last three seasons, he was with the Rams. So this is his first year with Carolina. Uh, Todd Wash, he's the defensive line coach. It's first year with Carolina. He played, he was the, uh, D line coach the last two seasons in Detroit. And before that he had eight years with Jacksonville, um, 16 through 20. He was a defensive coordinator there. So, I mean, and then they also have a first year, um, outside linebackers coach with uh with uh denver last year but he's got eight years with with college now there's a big difference between college play and nfl play so that's going to be something that's going to be huge to watch if that defense is not going to be able to stop anybody that offense is going to have to put points up and i don't think they're going to be able to i I like their defense corner they picked up from denver though that 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 right there solidifies the defense what is the name Elijah, that that Denver defense, he was there for what, three, four years. Um, Mm -hmm. That Denver defense was what ranked seventh in defense only allowed like 320 yards per game. Uh, Their pass defense was ranked number four in the NFL. Their rush defense ranked 10. Like that defense had a lot of good studs on it, but I mean, they have JC Horn at cornerback. Um, They just need a little bit more cornerback help with Tua with JC Horn. And uh, yeah, Deontay, but they also Deontay drafted Johnson. Von Bell. That's a big pickup in the free agency. Oh, no, the free agency. Yeah, they picked him up free agency. That's going to help. Yeah, but definitely I, they have a lot of pieces. It's just they have to put it together. It's going to yeah. take more than one year. I can I see them coming out in 2024. It, it yeah. I and like I, actually have, I actually have a sleeper for this draft. We're talking about the Miles Sanders. I have, they lost Dante Foreman in free agency to um, Chicago. That's a big piece. I mean, Deontay Foreman came back from the Achilles injury, what, about four or five years ago? It takes a while for that Achilles to even come back to full health, if it even does come back to full health. I mean, we've seen it with Cam Makers. That, that injury is not, you know, to, something to tread lightly with. It takes two years, so yeah. minimum. And now Chuba Harbin back there, I mean, he was ranked 22nd out of the 60 qualified for on PFF folks, P, Pro Football Focus, and Miles Sanders was ranked 42nd out of 60, so... I understand Chubba Hubbard had a little bit less carries. Uh, I'd say it was 47 less carries, but I think if Miles Sanders getting nicked up, I mean, I think I could see Chubba Hubbard going out there to carry some of the load and who knows, maybe eating to Sanders, Sanders's um, carries. Cause in Philadelphia, they didn't see him as a bell cow back. They he may, split, split, in time they may with, split from the get go. Yeah. yeah. I, I see Miles Sanders situation doesn't change. He's going to be, yeah. uh, he's going to be the, the, if you could, I would even call it. Yeah, a he was always a committee offense. And, yeah, you have yeah, Sanders, was... Hubbard, but now you have Young. Young is not gonna just stand in the pocket the whole time. Yeah, he's a little bit mobile. Yeah, yeah he's a little bit mobile. He's more yeah. mobile than most, yeah. right? And yeah. so, so that's that takes away, and that's why I disagree a little bit with your Hubbard prediction, Matt. I, I kind of he will go up a little bit. At first, I thought Hubbard was gonna go up a lot. Then they got Sanders and brought Hubbard down a little bit, and then they got Young yeah. and brought him down a little bit more. But I, I, Sanders well, is not going to get two hundred and fifty touches. It's not. Oh, I agree. No, that's he, not happening. He peaked last year. He peaked. No, no. I see Hubbard getting about one hundred, one hundred and twenty well, uh, touches. I think. Think about this: if if they can't throw, they're just going to stack the box. Young's not going to be able to run. Sanders isn't going to be able to run. Hubbard isn't going to be able to run mm-hmm. if they can't throw the ball. 
That, let's say let's say Thielen goes down because Thielen has had an injury history the last few years as well. What happens yeah, yeah. when the if Thielen goes down? Who are they throwing the ball to after that? Terrence Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Like Lavisca Chenault. What what <laughs> what 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 number one corner can't lock up any of those guys? Like no problem. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, agree. It, they're they're gonna be a it's gonna be it is gonna be it's gonna be a, yeah it, it is it's gonna be you know I totally agree with you Tony it's it's gonna be crap but um I think we have uh the bottom of the barrel <clears throat> for this division here and I I think we can move on we all agree uh Carolina has a long yeah, way to finish. go yeah and, and I wish them the best the but yep absolutely so we're gonna move on now to Bucks the two back uh divisional winning bucks here but obviously brady is gone um and they lost more than just their quarterback they lost the leader of that team you know they, they, they a lot goes what? when brady leaves yeah and um yeah. <laughs> if you think you're replacing tom brady with baker mayfield or kyle trask what the <laughs> fuck are you thinking no, it, it's yeah. gonna. I, I feel bad because they have really, they have two really good wide receivers and Evans and Godwin. And you yeah. know, from a fantasy standpoint, I know this isn't a fantasy podcast. From fantasy, it's gonna be awful. Um, the the stuff that have have you guys seen some of the videos on Mayfield? How bad he is? Just <laughs> yeah, throwing like, behind receivers. I, I call him the interception king. Like yeah. that guy, that guy. I would, I would not touch him with ten foot pole. Yeah, and, and the Bucks and, don't have a terrible because and it sucks because he beat the Raiders and I they, we sucked, but I it is what it is. The Raiders <laughs> yeah. couldn't beat him. They so, sucked. The Bucks actually have the toughest uh schedule. Um it's it's the 22nd. Um, I mean it's still a bottom 10 as as far as like they don't have a tough schedule. You know what I mean? It's 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 not that bad. I'd 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 be happy if the 49ers had that type of schedule. Um, but me personally, I have them going seven and ten. I have them going seven and ten. Um, I just think quarterback play is gonna be the reason that they're not gonna succeed. I think mm-hmm. they I think they have the roster to win games, but this is gonna come down to another shitty quarterback situation and i just don't think they have the quarterback in that locker room to win them games if you were down a touchdown and you had baker midfield or kyle trask driving you down the field like are you are you are you confident Fuck no i'm not confident absolutely not be confident if i needed just a field goal so um moving on you know we'll start with you tony we start with matt last time we'll start with you tony what do you think about the Bucks this year? Uh, going I, I think the Bucks. I, I was close, close to what you predict this guy. I, I actually had them staying the same at eight and nine, like they did this year uh, or last year. Uh, I, I don't see them coming out on top whatsoever. Um, they're going to be better than the Panthers, that's for sure. But that's because they have slightly experienced team. Um, I think the biggest aspect to the whole team that made me feel like they're going to stay the same is that they kept their defense, their top three defensive players. Uh, I mean, they kept. They kept uh, Jamal Dean, Anthony Nelson, and Levante David, and they, and then they went heavy defense in the draft. So I think that they're going to be mid tier still. I don't think they're going to be anything special, 
But Baker Mayfield himself is a shit show. They got a new offensive coordinator in Dave Canales. And I, I don't I don't know. I he resurrected Geno Smith's career. Yeah, he resurrected Geno Smith's career. Yep. But yet he ain't resurrected Baker Mayfield's career. Geno Smith was never Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like, Geno Smith was just there. He was just there, and he was kind of yeah. just a backup. Baker Mayfield just, like, completely crashed. Um, Geno Smith ain't right yeah, back yet. So I, I think they're going to be the same by 8-9. Eight, 8-9 nine. Eight, nine is what I predict. 8-9. Okay. Matt? Uh, I have them at seven and ten. The goal, uh, as, same thing as Scott. That a baby. That a baby. They have. You know what's up? Nah, it's, that's. <laughs> they have the <laughs> offense, man. Um, like like Tony said, they were resigned some key defensive players over there. Um, they lost what Leonard Fournette, and they lost a few pieces on the offense, man. Um, Julio wasn't himself. They lost him. I mean, he's a shadow of Julio Jones. Uh, Cameron Brake gone. Um. But I, I see this offense can compete. I, the run game, that's the only thing that's questions me. I, I have questions about is Cam Ricard White. He's going to get the volume. Is it going to be suffi- like sufficient enough volume to where, like, like it could be the same thing like with uh, Miles Sanders of Carolina. Is he just going to run into a brick wall after two and a half yards? You know, and they're going to stop the box. Because, I don't know, Mike Evans looked like he lost it last year. I, I don't know what was going on with that. Every six games, he'll have a 100-yard receiving game. It was just a weird thing. They still have Chris Godwin in the inside, Russell Gage. Um, I like their offensive pieces, but it's just do they have the quarterback to get it to these pieces? That's the thing. And I don't think Kyle Trask or Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield are the answer. And for that, I, I gave him seven wins. I was going to go 6-11 and 11, just like the Panthers, but I just gave him the benefit of the doubt and went with the seven. Maybe that um, Todd Bowles can coach his way to maybe a few more wins and and we hope. Yeah. Now, now Godwin did put up uh, last year his uh, career high in receptions at, at 104, and I actually yeah, think he's gonna. Yeah, and that's because Mike Evans benefit. didn't do crap. Yeah. Yeah, and and if you watched Mike Evans and Tom Brady, whatever the long ball wasn't connecting. That's always been uh, Mike Evans' bread and butter is is the deep threat. Um, it just seemed like last year, for whatever reason, him and Brady couldn't get on the same page till about the second half of the season, uh, started getting going a little bit. Um, but I Mayfield is not a great thrower downfield. He's not very accurate no. on, on the deep threat. And that's going to really hurt Evan. And if you can't stretch the field, and like you said, you don't know what's going to happen with Mike or out of the backfield. How is that run game going to be? Um, again, if you mm-hmm. don't have that threat, that if you feel he's like gonna they get can't the throw the ball against you, yeah, he's he, gonna get he catches is, too but, out of the backfield but, as well. Is it gonna yeah. be? But the problem, good touches, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And 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 if he can't get the point, like if he's only getting like three, three and a half a carry, and you're mm-hmm. constantly self in that skin and seven, or maybe second and eight situation. You don't have the quarterback play anymore to, to, to get you out of that. And they're not going to – you got to remember, Brady was, even at his age, this guy, it was nothing for him to have 45, 50 attempts in a game. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. ask that of, of Mayfield or, or – or, and, in fact, we don't even know what we have in Kyle Trask. I mean, we're yeah. over here – I mean, I'm bad-mouthing him, but Kyle Trask, maybe he's decent. But the fact that they – they knew what they had as far as like they've seen him the last couple of years and practice and all that. And the fact that you felt comfortable bringing in Mayfield to compete for that starting job, I guess kind of does tell me everything I need to know as far as the confidence that they have in Kyle Trask. So um, Mike, you're, you're last up right here. 
what do you what do you the bucks you kind of on the same page as us or what you got going on yeah same, same page there um eight and nine i actually think they regress from that and um I, i'm probably put them right around that seven and ten um their their offense again same thing just repeating what you guys have said the quarterback is going to be the huge question mark there their defense is going to be possibly their only saving grace to keep them in games but like you said how confident are you going to be in your quarterback um if you get a if you need a late game drive to field goal or touchdown to win the game now the other thing too turnovers you got none of you guys mentioned turnovers mm-hmm. baker mayfield is known for a lot of turnovers yeah Interception king. Yep. If you throw in the ball to Mike yeah, Evans, no, Chris Godwin, it don't matter. You're the interception king. And one of those quarter or one of those receivers is going to get pissed if they're not getting the ball. Oh, they're yeah. going to be so used to what how they had it the last few years. Um, and and even you know what? Even going back before Tom Brady, Jamie Winston. Yeah, he threw the he th- threw a lot of turnovers, but he also got a lot of a lot of yards. Yeah, that's why I see Mike Evans not. I don't. I'm well, not he kind of had to. I mean, yeah, I'm not concerned with Mike Evans reg- regressing, um, only because he was still able to put over a thousand yards every season with Jameis Winston at the helm. Eight, conse- eight consecutive years. Yeah, thousand yards. Nine. So nine. Nine. Oh, I forgot. I didn't count this year. Nine. nine. He's right. the yeah, first. Nine. He, he's a, he's the first player in NFL history to start his career with nine consecutive nine thousand. You know, yeah. uh, nine consecutive thousand yard seasons. Are you worried about great the streak? Now I know. Oh, it's it's done. Uh, I think it, I honestly yeah. think it's done because even even last year they they struggled to get it done with Tom Brady as yeah. far as the way that went. Um, now, the offensive line was banged up last year, and, and Tom Brady was. He had to really mm-hmm. be quick, on on on. So they didn't. He didn't always have the opportunity of, of being able to step back, sit for a second, and let Evans get downfield. Um, now, hopefully, this offensive line stays healthy. This and you know maybe maybe Mayfield or Trask doesn't have that issue where they're constantly under distress. I mean, Tom Brady is the slowest guy to ever play football, so he definitely wasn't escaping any pressure. <laughs> but, now yeah. Baker Mayfield can move. He can move a little bit, so he he can escape. And and one of the things they did say that they do want to run, and and this is something they couldn't do too much with Brady, is they do want to they want to use um, the bootleg much more this year. They they want to run some bootlegs. Um, they said that they want to use a lot of misdirection. They want to do uh, right wide run zones, uh, um, a lot of play action. So we're we're gonna see how this offense ends up turning out. It, it could be. It, this could end up being a great offense, or it could have been, or it could end up being a bottom ten offense. You know, yeah. it's it's so crazy because this is such a hard situation to to really digest yeah. because you're just like, ah, man, like what the fuck if, is gonna go on? It with feels like here? they're rebuilding. Like it's like yeah. a rebuild mode. It's like a. It's but not, not a, a full rebuild. I think it's a semi rebuild. I would that's like, yeah, because they still have their Evans and Godwin are still there, and you know, a couple good pieces. But well, it feels let me ask like you this: when when you when you when you listen to Baker Mayfield talk, like in interviews lately, he's talking about he's revitalized, like he's trying to go up from here, like he accepted hitting rock bottom and he really felt it. Do you believe him? Do you think he's going to try to be better this year than he was anywhere else in Browns, Rams, everywhere? I don't is that going to make him make different decisions on the field? Yeah. Because that's, that's been the, his that, problem. That's the it's, thing. It's, that's, is, are you also, and you can magically read a defense better? 
exactly. Yeah. But to his, <laughs> to his point, he, this is the best weapons he's had anywhere yeah. he's been, whether it's Cleveland, yeah. the Rams. Yeah, he had cut, but he was hurt. He, he only played well four or five games and with the Rams. So this is the best option. If, they, you had to p- if you had to pick their starting quarterback right now, who are you Baker choosing? Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I'm, yeah. I'm going with the guy with the experience is going to be May- Mayfield. Yep, Mayfield. I can, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we're all now here's a little, here. here's a little situation. Okay, Matt, we were talking about this the other day about Kirk Cousins. Now you were saying that you thought, you know, he's going to go to the 49ers and all that. And obviously we yeah, have get ready. division coming Ooh. now. <laughs> Uh-huh. Could Tampa Bay? Yeah, we call Jimmy G. We'll get to that later. Could Tampa Bay? Now I know next year they have no. They're, they're going to be hurting on the salary cap. Like they don't have any salary cap. Can they somehow make magic happen and maybe they make a run for Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm. Who would fit? He would fit with that offense. He would fit with he, that offense. He would, but I don't think. I don't know. I don't, I don't see Kirk Cousins going to another team to rebuild. He's trying to win a championship. I don't see that happening. But they yeah. wouldn't be rebuilding. Think about it. Think about it. Next year. But Mike Evans is going to be 32. He's on the way out. Uh, I mean. It would be their last chance before the full-on rebuild. No. Yeah. Okay. But this say, well, Mike say Evans next, is a free agent next year. draft so. a wide receiver. Yeah. But what if they draft yeah. another wide receiver? I mean, it depends who they get. Don't yeah. I, honestly, though, I honestly, yeah. I – I so, think I think he stays with the Vikings. I don't. I think they re-signed him. He has too much rapport with Jeff. Justin that's Jefferson. kind of what I was telling Matt. Yeah, he stays. There's no way he doesn't. I mean, he's he. Uh, we'll talk about him when we get to. Yeah. No, I was just hearing a lot of beat reporters that yeah. there's nothing he can do unless they make it to the Super Bowl for him to stay there. There, the temperature in the organization in Minnesota is Kirk Cousins isn't the the answer in Minnesota. I was yeah, just reading a lot of. Could beat have reporters. told you that before you gave him all that guaranteed money. Fucking don't gotta yeah, be a beat reporter. That's a story for when we get to the yeah, when we when we get to It's a story for another day. Okay. <laughs> so so we're all in agreement. Ed Bucks are gonna end up being, you know, on uh, on the losing end as far as uh five hundred. Yeah, no division uh, winners for around them. seven eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, eight wins. So um now we move on to the Falcons who have the thirty second strength of schedule. So for them good for them um i got them slayed, I, I actually, uh, at eight and nine i what actually I? think this is a team I, I think this is a team to watch out for with the uh Bijan robinson <laughs> yeah you are so far on his nuts <laughs> um, your favorite human i'm not i'm surprised you're not wearing his jersey already Hey, don't you worry. Or did they tell you his back? Surprised you're not wearing his fucking jock strap on your head. Hey, you guys just watch. You guys are like, he hasn't taken a snap in the NFL. Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, these guys. Trust me, Bijan is going to be a hit. Don't you guys worry. But oh, go I don't do his ACL. All right, all right. But no, I think uh, I, think <laughs> I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy. Bad juju. Bad juju. Fucking guy off the show, man. <laughs> I, I I think uh, that I think the Falcons actually are going to be one of the uh, up and coming teams in in that division with the moves that they've made over the last couple of years. Oh yeah, um, they're doing they're doing everything right. It seems like they're doing it slow. It's going to take a couple years, but they're they're getting the right pieces at the right time. So you've got Desmond Ritter. You got a young quarterback. Now you got a young running back in in Bijan. You got Drake London, who's going to be I believe an absolute beast you know, in another two years, that's going to be a team really to watch. And I think that they're going to be competitive 
for the division, maybe not this year, but I, I think next year for sure they're going to compete for the division. Wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said, man. I was going to say, I think right now they're going to be so, the worst in the division only because they're so young. No, they won't be the worst no. in the division. That's gonna, They'll that's be competing for the division. Carolina. I think I've seen between them, them and Carolina, but I think that the only reason I say that is because of what you did. They're, well, they're young, but they have the potential to grow, like to just blow up in this division. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Look, at, I'm gonna let me let me jump on on this. I have no confidence in Ritter after watching him last year. Okay, four games, four games. He threw two touchdown passes. Now he didn't throw a pick. Okay, but he didn't throw for a whole lot of yards. But those two touchdowns came in the last season against the Bucks, who were resting players because they had already locked up the division. Okay, look at in four games. 708 yards, 6.2 yards a completion, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 86.4 quarterback rating, completion percentage at 63.5. In today's NFL, you you cannot throw for – you can't throw the ball like that and compete. The Bears are the same. They scored the most points of the four teams in their division. Yeah, I don't give a shit what they did. What was their record? (laughs) <laughs> all those fucking points. Yeah, because their defense couldn't stop it, it, anybody. They give it the most points in their defense. Uh, they were 7-10. Yeah, they're 7-10. I, I have I have them finishing was, at 8-9 and nine yeah. as well, Mike. So I think now I think Scott – I don't disagree with what you're saying, Scott, but I think Desmond Ritter needs more time to – Yeah, that's. I didn't say they were going to compete for the division this year. Yeah, I said I they're a couple of years. They are rebuilding, and they're doing it piece by piece. I, so just, I don't disagree with you, Scott, but – I just. Give him time. Yeah. I have and them. No, but this is another. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. You're good. good. No, I have them. Not. Co- oh, I have them it? competing. I'm going to just say I have them going competing and giving the the Saints a run for their money. I'm, I'm, I have them eight and nine. The Falcons with Arthur yeah, Smith. Look, check, yeah, check this stat out. Look at this. Arthur Smith, since becoming the head coach in 2021, they're averaging 74.5 rushing yards a game. In one year, he turned it around. And they resulted in 106 rushing yards game, the most percentage gain since 2001 by any team. Was that 30, basically a 30 yard per game increase? Uh huh. One thing that he's going to do is going to run the ball. He's going to run the ball, run the ball, run the fucking ball again. That's what he does. Yes, it sucks for Kyle Pitts. It's going to suck for Drake London, but this guy is that's that's what he's going to do: run the ball and keep keep his defense off the field because he knows that defense is not there yet. I mean, they got the defensive coordinator from New Orleans, well, Ryan Nelson. I think he could turn that unit around, but it's not going to turn around in one year. Um, it might take a year or two, maybe two, three years, give or take. Yeah, but if you're, counting, more talent, if you're yeah. counting the ball down Bijan, with with Bijan Robinson like over and over again, it, it takes him three years to just get out. Like you've used Bijan Robinson. You, you've run through him. You can't do that to somebody his caliber like – he should have gone to a team that was ready to win now. And I don't think the Falcons are there yet. They're getting there, but I, I just I feel bad that Bijan went there because he doesn't he like you said, they're gonna run, 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 run it down people's throats, and he's gonna get used and abused. And then by the time they actually become a, a, a playoff caliber, I'm not gonna say Super Bowl, but playoff caliber team, Bijan's gonna be tired. Yeah. Anything's possible in this well, division, man. Don't yeah, think about Algier. Algier. Algier yeah. got over a thousand yards last year. Yeah. yeah, he got over a thousand yards. He ran at over five yards a carry. Uh-huh. Four point nine. 
yeah, they don't they don't have to have Bijan come in. Bijan, like I understand he's your number eight pick. They probably want to fucking use and abuse him, like what you're saying, Tony. But really, they don't necessarily have to. They can give Aljair some some work, yeah. and I think it'll be okay. But the problem what if what if the, those stats that I read you as far as Ritter, you know, he threw for under 200 yards a game. Um, let, let's let's so just Mar- say so did Mariota. He actually threw for more yards yeah. than Mariota per game. Yeah, yeah. the The way that they always moved the ball was was running, and I was really surprised that they didn't stack the. So now they brought in Bijan, and everyone knows a pound the rock with Bijan. So if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm gonna see what you have in Ritter, and I'm gonna stack the shit out of that ball. I have don't give a shit how gone is. I am going to put so much pressure on Ritter to beat me through the air because outside, if you can lock down Drake London, that pretty much just leaves Pitts only, who did have injury histories last year. Now hopefully that's all behind him. But again, this is another team where if they were to lose. Uh, Kyle Pitts or uh, um, drank London for, you know, a number of games. You're in trouble. Again, you yeah. are in trouble because you don't have the depth behind these guys to help. So yeah, in my eyes, I'm I'm thinking, is if I am a defensive coordinator, week one. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have so many guys. I might even leave a fucking wide receiver wide open without a corner on them. <laughs> that's how much I'm stacking the. But they, they did the same thing. One they play, week one, they play Carolina. Yeah, they're yes. gonna run all over Carolina. <laughs> week two is Green Bay. Actually, week three, actually, week three I, is Detroit. I actually have Carolina winning. That's that's one of the week four, four is I have Carolina doing. Yep. Well, it's they tried to the do the same thing last year. Every game that the Falcons played, they try to stack the box. Arthur Smith did not care. He, okay, look at their offensive line finish. Finished top five in the NFL. They're ranked number five according to PFF. No they do player, have a good offensive line. No yeah. offensive lineman allowed more than 27 pressures in the whole season. All starting five from a passing protection standpoint. I mean, well, they're returning the four out of five starters. Well, he threw it. I think they threw it 20. What did he throw it? 28. He threw it 28 times a game. I mean, I mean, 18 times a game. I don't know why I said 28. 18 times a game. But it, like you said, he could just be a game manager. That's all you need him to be is a game manager. Pass the ball 18 to 23 times, maybe first down, first down, first down here, first down there, and have your run game take over, man. They definitely don't need Ritter to be freaking Tom Brady. They no. Do. No. No. No, they now, you don't. Guys, you, guys I, might think that, you guys might think this is a dumb question. What do you do with Cordero, Cordero Patterson? He was kind of that hybrid guy. Me. Out of Let the out of the backfield, the bench. Well, no, okay. Remember, he retired? was a receiver. Cordero, no. Do you take him out of that and you put him? Do you line up more on the outside now? He's gonna. Yeah, he's, he's old. Yeah, and he, now he, he is. Ass, he is now old. He's thirty-two. I'm playing the running back. I honestly think he comes in if everyone gets hurt. Like if he's the only person on the field, all your linemen are hurt, your quarterbacks are hurt, your coaches are hurt. Then he comes in. Like, yeah, he he's not he's not coming in. He's not going to be a thought in their in their playmaking abilities whatsoever. He's like fifteenth string. Yep, I totally. I totally he's going to so be that joke position. Is that you have a Zach, couple plays? So you have you have Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and then uh, Zach Zacchaeus. Zach, yeah, Casillas, Zacchaeus. 
Yeah, and oh, one thing I forgot to totally mention about the Bucks, you guys. I meant to mention the other thing um, that I have that's going against the Bucks is that early buy. They have a week five buy. Yeah, that Ooh. is. Uh, the, I, I don't like early buys. Uh, um, um, uh, and now, and the, the Falcons, one of the benefits of the week eleven buy. So I, I think yeah. if you can pull that buy between week eight, nine, ten, eleven, um, I, I think that you got the perfect schedule buy. Um, in fact, I would love to kind of see the NFL do this thing because I, I don't like the way that the buys work. I would actually like them to, to, to do the week nine and ten. I would like week nine to be all of AFC. NFC is the only side that plays. Then you flip it. The NFC has the next week all the whole thing off. This way, no one can complain like, oh, well, our our, our bye weeks early in the season, yada, yada, stuff. You give everyone Tony. the same neutral buy. And 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 there's uh, to me, I think that works a lot better. I don't know. If let me, let me just let me call my let me call my buddy real quick. Let me call no. my buddy at the NFL and tell him, hey, Scott likes Tony. It, so change it. You ain't got no friends. No, <laughs> 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 oh, Tony, tell him yeah, why they uh, won't do that. Tell him why the NFL won't do that. NFL ain't trying to lose money. Have half the league on a buy? Hell no. No way, man. Hey, you gotta spread that out. No, make as much money as possible. Yeah. I'm gonna spread that bad Cash boy out. King. Schedule. You think they care about right, the what players? About, what about taking a division? Just take a full division. And leave that the 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 division itself has the same bye week. It's still it's the still same amount of teams. On, it's still four. Yeah, it's still four teams on a bye. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Lot, At least, not more suitable more for your yeah. fucking. Now what I can see more. I, I can see way more than the other one that you suggested on weeks nine and ten. I think. <laughs> I think in like a division. Maybe because it's only four teams. I mean, it's only yeah, it's only, it's only four, four teams. teams. I don't think it's that much, but I, I I don't know. I can see that one. I couldn't argue against that one. So let me ask a quick question. Why all you guys? I'm gonna ask you guys this: Drake London, 2023, over or under a thousand yards receiving. Under over. Over. I got over. I got over. Over a thousand receiving. Do you know he was? He had 866 11. yards last think, year. You think, I think it's about? I think it's about 85 catches, 1,000 yards, somewhere around there. He was the number 11th ranked yeah. out of think, 130, think... 113 qualifiers in PFF. That means he was a top 10 and getting open, and he's a young stud, man. I, I kind of missed him. I should have dropped him in my dime. But he also did that with Kyle Pitts hurt. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's true. And he had Mariota throwing him, too. He's a little bit more experienced than Ritter. Um, I mean, Mariota is a lot more experienced, but he's not better. I don't think he's that much better. But even then, like he Ritter somebody... actually, but again, Ritter threw more yards per game than Mariota. Mariota was averaged one seventy point seven, Ritter one seventy seven. Even, I mean, it's huh. it's close, but it's it is not that I, much. The ceiling's up for London. I think yeah. he gets a thousand, but it's easy. a small sample size too. It's only four games yeah. versus thirteen. Okay. All right. Well, I think um, we've, we've been looking looking at real quick though. Looking too. at it, real what quick is, looking at Atlanta's schedule. Uh, you said they have the they have the easiest schedule, right, Scott? Correct. So, and and I can see it looking at their schedule. So, week one is Panthers. Their hardest stretch is weeks two, three, and four. Packers, Detroit, and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. After that, I don't think they really have two game, two hard games back to back. Texans, Texans, Washington, Saints, Bucks, Saints, and Jets. Titans. Hold on, Titans, yeah. Vikings, Cardinals. Then they have their bye. Then, yes, the Saints and Jets, that's their only other back-to-back hard weeks. 
Buccaneers after the Jets, Panthers, Colts, Bears, and then the Saints. They I told you, have, no. they they don't have what a lot of other teams typically have, where you have that tough stretch and you have, you know, six very hard games in a five week stretch, or I mean, I'm sorry, five hard games in a six week stretch. I I feel like to add to 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 rebuttal that Mike or to counter what you just said, I think that because they're so inexperienced, they're going to make mistakes. And that's why they're they're going to lose games. Lose games that they should win. Even if they have an easy game, yeah. Yes. They're going to lose games they should win. Because of of mistakes by inexperience. Yes. And I think that's that's all they have. Starting with the don't, If they don't make those mistakes, that is a very, very favorable schedule. Yep. Like I said, oh, yeah, don't be surprised it. if this team can compete for the division. I'm saying they're going to win it, but don't be surprised. Week 12, 13 comes around, and these guys are maybe two a, games out, a game or two behind New Orleans. You know, and, and that division, in that division, yeah, don't be surprised. Yep. All right, guys. All right, so cool. last team, obviously, is going to be the Saints. Uh, hey, Tony. All four of us. Tony's favorite <laughs> obviously, <quarterback>. all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, all are going to have the Saints winning this division. Um, now, they actually – now, looking at their schedule, now, they have the 31st, so they have the easiest schedule. But looking over the schedule, I would almost argue that I actually think they have the easiest schedule uh, just schedule. based on how it's sorted out. Yeah, they, out. that's what I think. Yeah. They, they – they, yeah, it, it's 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 play any like what you were talking about as far as the Falcons, Mike. They don't have a stretch on this schedule where I'm like, shit, they they're, they got to win these games right here. They they don't. Excuse me. Um, I think they're going to be just fine. I have the Saints going eleven and six, but the only reason I have them going eleven and six is because I have have them go in their division. I think they they will. I think they have the best roster. I think they have the best quarterback. Uh, if Michael Thomas stays healthy, they have, I think it's a better wide receiver duo than uh, Mike Evans and Chris mm-hmm. Godwin. They have a good defense. Now, they're obviously, they can't run the ball like other teams can, but I don't think they're going to have to because they also are have arguably maybe the best defense in this division. Um, as far as the way that their uh, schedule goes, their, their schedule is, is great. Is great. In fact, in fact, four of their last six games are at home, so they're not going to be doing a lot of traveling at the at the end of the year. Um, that's going to be great. Um, now, I will say this: let, let me read out some stats to you guys before we get going, because I want to touch on Derek Carr uh, again. Um, as you can see, Tony, uh, Tony and Matt in the Raiders. They, I'm not saying they hate they hate Derek Carr, but I have not seen uh, the most prominent. Uh, uh, Lovely Texas from uh, um, Tony over here in the past uh, about Carr. But Carr, are you arguably actually last year, uh, aside actually even with his yards, he had the worst year since his rookie year with that. Okay, so check this out. He had, he had the, he tied for the most interceptions in his career with 14, um, lowest completion percentage, lowest yards. And his lowest quarterback rating since his rookie year. Okay, that's what he brought to the table last year. Now, mm-hmm. I think that Carr lost a lot of confidence these last couple of years. You can just oh, see yeah. in his yep. decision making, you could see his like he had happy feet. And every time he dropped back, he had happy nine feet. Years, that guy was so, af- yeah, he was mm-hmm. so afraid to get hit. Um, I think he needed a, a, a new scene. And 
I'm hope I do that car turns it around. But again, as far as the quarterbacks go in this division, he is by far the most experienced. He's played in the he has playoff experience, which is hey, you take the Raiders to the to the playoffs, you're someone fucking special. I don't give a shit what you say about this guy. <laughs> but so <laughs> So, so I got the Saints. I got I got the Saints going eleven and six. Um, I don't know. What, uh, we'll go back to you, Tony. You, you can start this one off. Um, yeah. Tell me about your hero card. Let's go. Oh God, I hate cars so much. So, I, I'll I'll say this. I have them going ten and seven, not eleven and six. And the only reason I have them ten and seven because their last two games are Tampa Bay and Falcons. And then speak. I hope that they're so far ahead in the game that they're just like you know what we might rest our players depending on what they have looking in the in the playoffs so they might rest their players and they might lose a game but they might not care so that's why i have them going 10 and 7. Uh, but mr derek carr i have never and all of you can attest to this i have never ever been a car fan i've always hated him and for one simple fact he has went to fresno state i hate fresno state with the passion and i mean we're from you guys we're from we're from there so i hate him and <laughs> I never liked him, never liked what he brought to the table. And he showed that to me when he was in the Raiders. He, he, his, he, the one thing you know about Derek Carr is he is his own worst enemy. He can't beat himself. So whenever he, the reason he had the lowest stats last year, Scott, he tied for the most highest interceptions in, in, in all his nine, in his nine, nine seasons. Uh, he, he throws an interception and he gets sad. He's not the type of guy that gets knocked down and gets back up. He's the guy that gets knocked down and stays I agree down. with that. He can't get back up. It's in, yeah. It's mental. It's mental. I, he I cannot totally beat himself that. mentally, and that's why he's not good. He's been an average QB to me. He's not bad. I mean, he, he, he's not bad at all. But if you are going to show up to be a QB for a – to be the franchise QB for the Raiders, who you say is your team for life, and they set you up with Devontae Adams, and you you throw for 3,500 yards, and you don't show up and do anything with that, that was your one opportunity, and you failed. <laughs> Goodbye. And I was so happy when they announced he was leaving. I was happier than probably any other fan. Were you happy about him leaving or them getting Jimmy G? Uh, don't even talk about Jimmy G, bro. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah. That's for another we, we day. Get, we, <laughs> we will get into that. Yeah. Look at that I'm, one I'm, just, I'm just getting you going a little bit. I cannot bit wait till we can talk about it. I have AFC West. I can't wait. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Oh, that is week eight. So we're going to. Oh, boy. I can't fucking wait. That's going to be the greatest podcast of all time when when we get to talk about that division. I'm fucking sure. Oh, I can't wait. Um, But going back to um, going back to the Saints. Going back, going back to the Saints' schedule. To listen to the schedule uh, going into their bye week, okay. They now I have them losing a, a couple of, of iffy games that could go either way. But listen, Titans week one, non-playoff win. Team Panthers not team. Packers non win. non-playoff team. Now the Bucks made the playoffs, but they had a losing record. Then they play the Pats. I have, okay, play off. I have, I the have them losing to the Packers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, we're we're going to get to that. Okay. They don't play a playoff caliber team until week seven when they week play seven. the Jags. And mm-hmm. then and then their next is going to be week 10 against the Vikings. 
They go into their bye. Now, the Lions didn't make the make the playoffs last year, but I do have the Lions as a as a playoff win or a playoff team. And that's it. That's it. That's all they play. It's for, like everyone else is not necessarily, but they play just a bunch of average. So yeah. I have them at eleven and six, but they but they could be twelve and five, just based off of who they get to play. Yeah. You know, and that's I exactly where I have them. I have them eleven. Teams? I have them eleven and six, twelve and five, right, right there. I got them at a ten and seven. Yeah, still winning the division. Ten and seven. Yeah, okay, dominating the division. No, yeah, I don't know if you guys. Do you guys have your we're wins? all agreeing that they're winning the division? Yeah. Now, can they win a playoff game? How about let's talk about that? No. Can they play off game? No. I no. mean, who are they playing? Yeah. <laughs> who are so, they playing? That's, that's what they're playing. You have Derek Carr against well, the other Well, we don't know. Teams. I mean, no, the NFL season. I mean, the, the NFL season hasn't played, so we, we really don't say. Let's play. It's, okay, Lions. Let's say they play Lions. Ooh. I think these two teams match up really well. Can the Saints? I the think Saints, they could beat the Lions. Because because it would be if they now you got to remember week one if they're winning the division they get a home game which means the Lions are on the road. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, and everyone knows New Orleans playoff time play that is a tough place to play on the road mm. when that when that stadium yeah. gets going. So if they play someone like the Lions, what do you guys think? Could we see so, a playoff win? I think they could beat they could beat the Lions. I and I I think it I think the Lions are a good guess of who they could play. Yes, it's a long ways away, but I don't think the Lions will win that division. Do you? Mm. What the? F- well, I got the Lions win that division. division. That's so yeah. no, well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just going. Yeah, I'm just I do. Going, have, I'm just have going the Lions win that division, but if nah. the Lions win that, if the Lions, yeah, I'm not going to no, say. But if the Lions do win that division, then they could be playing a team like Minnesota. No, no, now we're just in hypotheticals. The NFC is watered down. Let's just be a wild card team. Nobody You're knows. Not okay, let me put this Nobody knows. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter who they play against because I'm gonna put it all in perspective of Derek Carr because that's that is their game manager, right? That is who they put all their money in to be their game manager. That they go to the playoffs, the first team they play, whether it's the Lions or somebody else, doesn't matter who it is. Derek Carr is gonna be against another playoff caliber team. Who, if they get behind at all and they have to do a fourth quarter comeback, I don't think he's going to be able to achieve. Because somebody's going to throw out there, Derek Carr has the most fourth quarter comebacks of any quarterback. All his fourth quarter comebacks are in games that the Raiders should not have been losing at all. So when he's playing a team that is actually playoff caliber and good, and if they're behind, he's not going to be able to beat them. That's why he can't. That's why he's so. That's why he can never beat the Chiefs. They just put up so many points he could never catch up. And if you and if yeah, you have a good defense and they can keep up. But if you're playing another playoff caliber team, they're not going to be some shitty team that you. I'm gonna have a fourth quarter comeback. Well, the okay, Saints, putting, putting your, the putting Saints your are team. the best defense he's ever had in his career. Oh yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to get at right now. Putting putting your I understand you guys are Raiders fans. Putting that aside, what team is he better set up on? The when Saints. he was with the Raiders. Or is he better set up now on the Saints? Saints. He's gonna Saints. so he's gonna be already ahead of where he that's, was. Agreed. When he was on the Raiders. I've never elaborated. I haven't elaborated on it. I told Scott, you throw Carr on a good team with a good defense, Carr can get you somewhere. He can win you a playoff game or two. I, that's mm-hmm. the way I feel. I've always shitted on Carr in his career. I, I'm the same thing with Tony. Like, this guy, you asking him to come back from 10 points down in the fourth quarter, 
he could get you there the last two minutes, you know he's going to throw that interception inside the 20 in the red zone yeah. cost you the game. That's what he's not going to be in that. He, he's but probably not going to be in that. He won't be. That's what I was just telling you. He's not yeah. probably won't be in that situation. New Orleans defense last year, I don't know what, what it ranked. What, top 10? Wasn't it? With Marshawn yeah. Lattimore, Will well, Smith at the end. It was a good defense. Like, I, I'd see, yeah. I can see him winning the playoff game in New Orleans. If, if he just stays within himself, doesn't try well, to do too much. <laughs> Yeah. Well, here's another thing oh, about sorry. that is Carr, Carr, Carr had to put that, uh, you know, in yeah, because exactly. they never had the defense really to stop anyone. So, like, I think he took gambles because so much pressure for the offense to score, you know, 26 yeah. to 32 points in order to win that game. He won't there have that game, pressure with the Saints. Okay, the Saints? No. Yeah, it, he's not no. going to have to do that with the Saints. So, I don't yeah, think Saints, he'll have Saints to take gave the same up the risk. 10. Saints and, gave up the and, 10 least amount of points. How would you feel like you're the quarterback of the Raiders? You put up 30 points and your defense gives up 42. What the like? I got to score 48. It's like, come on now. He, you're doing then, your job. The other half of your team's not. Yeah. 43. I don't just <laughs> 43, whatever. You know, two touchdowns, whatever. 45. <laughs> field goal. But you have to put up more than 40 points. That's that's tough to do. To every yeah. Week against I've, I, but I mean, if, if you're playing playoff caliber teams, even if the point discrepancy is six points. I don't know. Okay. Derek Carr, if it's a touchdown, I don't think Derek Carr can get them there. I just, I don't believe in him that much this, at all. But well, we'll you got to remember, but he's not playing against the, you know, Kansas yeah, city, nice. you know, he doesn't have to play against Mahomes. He's not playing against Herbert. You know, he, he's not playing these in division games that are rough. He's playing fucking yeah. a three six, quarterbacks. He's playing six. He's playing worst, six games now against the one not the great teams. teams. Well, I'll say this. Rookie. I'll say it again. I will say this again. And I said it last year when he was in the Raiders, that this is his one year to prove that he's he's great, and he didn't right. And he he get, got Dave Devonte Adams, and they they were they set him up to succeed, and he just didn't succeed. He he actually shit on himself. But now, like we're talking about, he's on a team that's capable. That the team the team caliber just went up, right? Well, you, you got to remember last he, year, went, uh, Renfro and Waller weren't healthy neither. So that's that true, help. but but at the same time. If his team caliber went up, he doesn't have to try as hard. It's basically what you're trying to say. He doesn't have to try as hard. He just can carry the team. He's not going to be playing from behind so much. This yeah. is his year to prove that. And if he can do it even remotely what he's done in the past, then he can carry them to one playoff one. But I don't think he's okay. a Super Bowl caliber. That's enough about uh, Derek Carr. Scott, yeah, let's yeah, get okay, into yeah, these yeah. pieces. Let's get into the pieces he has, Scotty. Yeah, all right. Hold on. Okay, so, so look, look, look. So this is one of the things I wanted to discuss. Okay, because – Going back to the Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, what happens if Michael Thomas misses time? Like he's got Chris Olave, oh, yeah. he's got he's Michael still Thomas. Got Chris Olave there, Rashid Shahid. Yeah, no, he does, but this is the same situation where he only had Devontae Adams over there in Vegas to throw to. Okay, now yeah. Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton last year. Okay, in 16 games is what Andy Dalton did last year. My, now he didn't have Michael Thomas to throw to. Okay, he 66.7 percent. 2,871 yards, so he threw way under the amount of yards that a car did. But his TD to the interception ratio was not bad. It, it was it was a two to one ratio. He threw 18 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and he had a 95.2, you know, quarterback rating. But he only had one 300 yard game, and that was against the Falcons, who everyone put up 300 yards against the Falcons last year. So you can't really say much about mm -hmm. that. Now Carr is more than capable of having a 300 yard game. He's done it his whole career. So, if Michael Thomas goes down, okay, can he still be a very effective quarterback only being able to throw to Chris Olave? Foster Moreau is And Foster Moreau. 
That's oh, a big piece. Yeah, that is that's a major true. piece. That, that's a piece yeah. coming from the Raiders. Yeah, you got Jawan Johnson there. Jawan Johnson is you, a good yeah, tight end too. Yeah, I, I did forget about that. But, okay, how about this? How many games has Michael Thomas played this year? Last? Nine? I don't know. We got to play the over, how many this year. Yeah. Oh, nine, how many does nine. he play? Over, over, under nine. Under. I'm going to go over. I'm just going to take a gamble and just say he stays yeah. healthy this year. I, I say over. Say He's looking for that contract. He's trying to get that last contract to yep, walk I'm up gonna into the sunset. Over. I'm going to say, yeah, yep, I'm going to say over two. Yeah, I'm going to say over two. Because these I'm guys, I under, feel so like we'll these see. guys, yeah, I feel like these guys, when they're trying to get that contract, man, they're playing through anything. It doesn't matter. They yep. won't say shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, a little but bit then of pain, little whoever bit of pain signed, to get a huge payday. Yeah. Who's then, going? Whoever signs Michael. No, I'm just saying this wide receiver, Rashid Sheed, uh, to veer off from Michael Thomas. Last year was an undrafted rookie. I mean, this guy came in and he did awesome, man. I think he could be a receiver now that Jarvis Landry's gone. I think he can get into the slot and man that slot. He was PFF's <laughs> PFF football's number 38th wide receiver out of 116. Like he, he graded out as a high wide receiver inside the slot. So they have two outside receivers in Olave and Thomas. If he can stay healthy, and I think they have a little slot machine right there in Rashid Shahid to go with those two tight ends and Jawan Johnson and and Foster Moreau. I mean, this offense could be pretty good. Not to mention, I mean, Kamara's a shell of himself. He's not the same Alvin Kamara, but yeah. they still picked up Jamal Williams from Detroit. I don't, think, I don't think he needs to be the same Kamara that he's been in years past. Dude, wait, that's a no. that's a huge pickup is is Williams. Jamal, Jamal he is, Williams. He yeah. is very good inside the inside ten. The he's yep. good in short yard situations, which Kamara hey. is not. Kamara's not. No, so yeah. I think we're gonna see a Williams like how Williams and Swift were last year. There. Yeah, that's what I think we're going to see. I think the Saints are going to run. I think, I think they're going to see a lot of Kamara. yeah creation now, oh, from Dennis Allen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Good. Kamara going to get suspended though. Yeah. So I think. Oh, hold on. Let's let's assume he doesn't get suspended. I think like going back to that Swift Williams point. I think this is a better version of Swift Williams. And now it's Kamara Williams. Kamara's going to get him that there, and Williams is going to punch it in. I think. I think he's. Over 17 touchdowns that he had last year. Uh, I think Taysom Hill takes a lot of touchdowns. Oh, you know what? Never no, mind. No. Yeah, Taysom Hill. Damn, forget about that guy. <laughs> but <laughs> but imagine the packages. You, you know can what? get a Jamal he Williams be, with a Taysom Hill the inside the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be the same. Yeah. I, I, I changed my opinion. Damn it, Matt. Why you got to hit me in the face with reality? Kamara's going to be the between the 20s guy. And Taysom Hill... And Williams are going to be the guys that are in there between the 20 and the end zone. Yeah. Well, I think they got Williams in anticipation that Kamara gets suspended. So that guy's just. That's insurance. No, if he does get forget. suspended, that's insurance. Just Kamara. I, I was in the dude. hotel that he beat the shit out of that guy on camera in New Orleans when he was there. So. Hey, I saw you run by and throw a kick in there. That was me in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um okay, you guys got anything else you guys want to touch anywhere in this division before we uh before we call the night on this one? You guys got anything you guys want to add to it? Anything you think we forgot? Um I think it's uh, gonna be a, it's gonna Saints. be a big change I, in that division I, from I last year. I mean every single team in that division last year had a losing record. Non conference games, that division combined went four and sixteen. In non-division games, it's absolutely horrible. I, now, I against, have, their, against their conference, 
against their conference, Tampa Bay was eight and four. Panthers and Falcons were six and six, and Saints were five and seven. But they just could not beat any AFC teams last year. That's because AFC so is king right now. It, yeah, yeah, AFC no, is. AFC is king. But I think that division is going to be a lot different than it was last year. You're not going to see a team making it and hosting a playoff game with a losing record. Yep. Well, I, how, do you, how do you guys feel about it? Real quick, I mean, I know we're just getting into football season uh, touches here, but what do you guys think about a, a team with a losing division, or I mean, a losing record hosting a game? What do you mean hosting a game? It is. It's not the it first is time it's happened. Is. It won't be the last yeah. time. The NFL is not going to change it. They need to, but they ain't going to change that. Yeah. I mean, is it, is, but okay. So remember the, what, like last it. year you had, I think last year you didn't you have three teams from uh, the East, from the NF, NFC East make the playoffs, right? Yeah, the Giants, Philly, and Cowboys. Yeah. And so now you have a team with a losing record that's getting to host a playoff game over a team that had a winning record, all because that division was shit. Well, here, here's what I think. Here's what I think. Okay, so you have to have a divisional winner as mm-hmm. far as um, yeah. as far as that goes. Right? Otherwise, there's no point in having divisions. Yeah, yeah and I think you should automatically get a ticket in, into the playoffs. Now, as far as the win-loss ratio goes, Mike, I think if a team is – okay, like the Bucks were 8-9, eight, eight and nine, right, last year. And it, let's say they're playing a team that goes 11-7 and seven, or 11-6, I should say. I think the eleven and six team should have the opportunity to host the game. I think I think hosting as far as that first round, I think it should go based off of record. I, I think just the division um, should get you in, should get you a guaranteed spot playoff in game. the playoffs, but it shouldn't guaranteed mm. um, hosting of a game. I think that should come down to the win loss records. So uh, Tony, go ahead and tell that to your friend too that you have on speed dial there. <laughs> <laughs> How about? I, I before we before we end up um, the broadcast, I want to just pick out a breakout player this year. He actually broke out last year, but I want to who I think is going to break out in this division is Olave. Dude, no, this yeah. this guy, I, Scott. What did I say last year? Nobody knew about Olave. Looked at the tape. This guy versus man and zone is elite. He's in the 98th percentile in beating man and zone. This guy is a route runner, and if coming out of college out of Ohio State, Jackson Smith and the Jigba and Garrett Wilson. And Chris Olave, right? All on the same team. They were all interviewed last year saying who was the best receiver of the trio. They all said really it was Chris Olave. He ran the best routes. And this guy, look at second Saints wide receiver in team history to reach over a thousand yards receiving. 72 for 1042, 14.5 yards a catch. And we all saw what Derek Carr did last year with Devontae Adams. Adams was in Green Bay wasn't used as a deep threat. And last year Adams was opened up as a deep threat. Would he have 100 reception at like 1500 yards? 12 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Like and that. and let's not forget Carr can go down and the offense is still yes. going to be okay cuz they do have the best they mm-hmm. do have the best um James backup Winston. quarterback. I mean, yeah, yeah like it, they, like he, I don't think they would miss a beat. Well, I shouldn't no. say they wouldn't miss a beat because we're going to have interceptions galore. But as far as like from an offensive yeah. standpoint, they will still put up points. They'll still, put still up move points. the ball. Yeah, Guys yeah, yeah. Will still I think there. And every, yeah. And people are going to be like, "Is Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas is not going to take anything away from Chris Olave." No, Nothing. I think, but I think I that's going to help him. That's honestly going to help. It'll him. help. I think it'll it helps help. him. But but I think I think Chris Olave is his only 
I would say, potential issue to happen is if Michael Thomas goes down. Because if he goes down, then they're going to – they'll double him. I mean, he went down last year. He went. He wouldn't play Michael all last Thomas year. Thomas played three games, That's and true. Chris Olave did all that with. He was the number one receiver. I mean, yeah, besides him and Rashid Shahid, and he did. Yeah, it with and Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. I oh, see. If Chris true. Olave I, and and Derek Carr can hook up and and be where they need to be, I see. Could Chris Olave can climb 13, into the upper echelon right? tier of yeah? I see, I can see him being a top six, seven wide receiver in the NFL. Like at the upper now echelon this, of receivers. The, the stat that does surprise me about Olave is he only had four touchdowns last year. Yeah. That's, I mean, those are sticky stats, though. But, touchdowns come and yeah, go. The one thing about that, you got to remember the Saints do a lot of trickery stuff because of, of Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. They, they do, yeah, yeah they, do a lot of, they do a lot of weird shit in the red zone. So, uh, like, for in, in that. And with that goes like, and Chris Olave is not like a real big bodied wide receiver. He's no. more of like that finesse guy. So like Michael Thomas will take over in the red zone. So he yeah. may not have the touchdowns, Mike. I, I do agree with that. It might jump up to like around six or seven, um, but they're all going to be, they're going to have to be longer yardage touchdowns just because of what, what the saints offer or what they can package together inside the red zone. They can do so yeah, many Jason, different Jason things. Jason Hill had seven rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. and he's not even a freaking running back. You know, and, and now you bring in Williams. Now you got a tank in the backfield. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so you can, you can do a lot of different things. And if Michael Thomas is healthy, you have your big body re- wide receiver uh, in the red yeah. zone. So Chris Olave is not going to have off. Yeah. to score. Yeah, he's not going to – yeah, he's not going to score the touchdowns. But he'll probably be that guy that's going to give them those opportunities in the red zone because he's going to be the reason that they can get there. Yeah. If you give him six touchdowns, and this year I'd say he gets about 90 receptions, about 1,200 yards, six touchdowns, that's that's a top eight receiver, man, all day. Out of 32, where do you yeah. think the Saints rank at the end of the season? And what, offense? Uh, just, yeah, on offense. Team just team-wise? Team yeah. Hmm. 10 four, to 12. Yeah, I was gonna say about twelve to fifteen. I have, I, I have them. Yeah, thirteen to fifteen is where I have it written. Down. Middle of the pack. Yeah, middle of the pack. Which is a playoff team. Well, that, if they stay great healthy. question to you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How far do you see them making playoffs? Well, an hour and ten into this. No, so. no, 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 if no. They just, do, it, if they prediction. win, it'll be one, it, one win. Either one win, one win, max. Are they get their at? Are they get their ass kicked? Are they get their ass kicked in the second round? That's what I got them. Their so, first, uh, their first Matt, one to be you, taking out the you, Niners in the playoffs. Shit. I just, right, don't people, make I just don't want to hear people saying that if <laughs> this. Well, I just don't want to hear people say when the Saints make the playoffs that it's because of Derek Carr. It's not. It will be. Don't Mike. Don't even start that bullshit. Uh, that's that's another argument. <laughs> this is we're getting well, off topic. Because his first year, he makes it more than what he did in. Oh, and it's because Raiders. of Derek Carr. He's a playoff caliber quarterback. Get out, man. <laughs> Let it out, Tony. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> go ahead, Scotty. Take us out. I'm gonna give this guy a fucking tissue box. I hate in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, don't forget, Matt. I can't end the stream. You got to end it. Yeah. So with yeah, that said, take uh, us, I just want to thank everyone yeah. for uh, sticking with. Yeah, I'll take us out. So, anyways, mm-hmm. thank you everyone for uh, joining us, uh, Tony. A great, great job on your first podcast. We're, we're definitely.
definitely looking forward to having you for the rest of the uh, NFL season. Um, with that said, going to be doing the AFC South. So if you are a fan of the AFC, any of those bum ass teams besides the Jaguars, uh, we're going to be going ahead. So, uh, with that said, we'll see everyone next week. Uh, I don't know about the same time, same day, but we'll definitely see everyone next week. Have a good night. Thank you.